Hello and welcome everyone to episode 25 of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. Brandon, I want to say how you doing, but I've been keeping up with you. I know it's been kind of a rough past few weeks. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a busy month for me. Um, as as my normal intro goes, I'm the I'm the English letterer for manga like Dragon Ball Super and uh, Kaiju Number Eight. And I actually, in between recordings, uh, my other series in Shonen Jump Ayashimon ended, and I've started a new series called Aliens Area, which is basically like Men in Black, uh, the manga. Ooh, nice. <laughs> this is the sort of the the easiest way to describe it. So yeah, that's a fun time. Probably a good two or three chapters in by the time that this podcast comes out. So. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pour, pour one out for Brandon's old computer. <laughs> <'Cause> I, yeah. <laughs> it's caused a, lot, caused a lot of problems. Yeah. you know, and If you work from home, online, yeah, that's a problem. And uh, that is... Oh, yeah. That's an issue. But fortunately, he's all good to go. He is squeezing in... He, he loves you this much and One Piece this much. He's squeezing in the podcast for us. And This uh, is the reprieve. Yeah. This, <laughs> this is the this break. Is the, this is all the fun stuff. Yeah. Speaking of fun stuff, I, I guess we should talk about the overall news where Oda's taking a, a break right now as of this recording to prepare for the final arc of One Piece. Well, the uh, I, I think final arc is a little specific, I think. Okay. It's more like, uh, I, I've seen some, you know, let's say like the final saga or the final act. It's basically more, I, I feel like it's more of a general sense of like, we're moving towards the conclusion. And I think if you've been, if you've been reading the manga there's a very sort of specific set of like, well, we're kind of running down the checklist and we're there's only so many things left to do. So I could totally see the manga might be over or ending by the time the, like this podcast catches up to it. That is insane to me that be, we just so happen yeah. to pick the perfect time to start this thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it really it really could end up being the most like immaculate timing. I yeah, we, um, would love that. We just finished the longest arc in the series by far, and that lasted four years. I don't think any of the other arcs remaining will last nearly that long. Um, so we'll probably we'll probably have a good few arcs before the end. But. I have a feeling Oda realized, like, okay, people did not like how long this arc went. <laughs> Take it or leave it. Uh, there's definitely some arc fatigue, but mm. I there are shorter arcs that feel longer. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I I like Wano quite a bit. But, okay. Um, but it it definitely it definitely drags in spots. Don't don't get me wrong. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I was by the time it was over, I'm like, all right, <sighs> we did it. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think once we get to it in the podcast, I think it'll read a lot better because uh, reading it week to week, I think was more of a pain than uh, re- reading it in chunks. Yeah, should be smoother. I I felt that before where it tends to be the one case. at a time is a little rougher. But uh, hey, yeah, we yeah, get to read sure. it five at a time, and thank God because this is. Uh, quite the set of chapters where we are just in the thick of it with the fight against Mr. Three and the whole yeah. little garden saga. I would have flown through this. Oh yeah. <laughs> if I was reading this uh, just normally. Yeah. This is like 20. This, this did not take long to read at all. It is a, f- a fast set of chapters. And we begin with chapter 121. I knew. And I, I like these. I didn't comment on it before, but it's just, we now have the sense of what they're actually doing with this. Every character gets their own title page as we uh, take yeah, a break between yeah, our... And, and usually interacting with some strange animal <laughs> in some strange circumstance. <laughs> I mean, that's just how it goes at this point. So there you go. We got we got Zoro yeah. hanging out next to a hammock. 
But as we get to the actual thing, we see that Mr. Five and Miss Valentine are getting some revenge now that they've captured Vivi. And yep. uh, they have beaten the hell out of Kar- Kar- Karu, Usopp, and Luffy since he's just stuck there under the rock. Yeah, des- desperate circumstances. <laughs> Everybody's down. And you gotta love how they're talking so big. Is like even the one worth thirty million turned out to be a loser. He's stuck under a mountain. <laughs> you right. Like uh, I mean, sure. Yeah, you can talk smack all you want, but like he's he's alive, stuck under a mountain. And I, I love even like Mister Five's doing all this trash talk, and and Luffy's just like bleh, drop dead, like and it spits on his foot. Yeah. <laughs> and I, even this little mention is like, non-phased. oh, you caught Zoro, then you're doomed. Yeah. <laughs> He's just d- d- not does not n- not phased at all. You can see the scuffs. He's definitely gotten taken a bit of a beating. Poor Usopp in the foreground, though, as those explosions go yeah. off. That makes it seem much more yeah. devastating somehow. <laughs> it kind of does, yeah. Uh, and Oda continues his tradition of making Mister Five look cool but being ridiculous because his kicks are called kicky bombs. <laughs> How threatening! <laughs> yeah. It's only slightly better than the booger. <laughs> only slightly. But the three are left beaten and blown up as the uh, as they leave with Vivi. And uh, we just have this sort of sizzle going on with Luffy. As we return to Mr. Three and discover that Mr. Three has a bit of a sadism streak. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I don't remember picking up on this in the anime. I feel like this is much more pronounced in the manga. I think this this is an aspect of his character that does not last, <laughs> from what I remember. Like the, the, the it almost feels like this character uh, not not to spoil things too much, but like his personality. I feel like it's kind of like this feels like a one off. Like he doesn't he doesn't feel. I don't think he acts this way at, at any other point in the story. I could be completely wrong, but it might like, also that, be the one time he's has yeah. you know the leg up on everything. Right, yeah, he has to be introduced as a somewhat threatening villain. So he, you know, he has to. He, he spends like three pages just like, ah, ha, ha, I've caught you now. Yeah, <laughs> okay. he's he's definitely like milking it up for him being a oh, hateable yeah. villain at this point, mm-hmm. and just a little taunts to Broggy, like, I don't glare at me like that. It frightens me, and mm-hmm. he's just taunting about the whole duel thing. It does a good job of making him just despicable in this case yeah and um and it, it's through sort of all of that uh, or i guess once vivi shows up with valentine and mr five it's like that's when we that's when he finally finds out you know that like oh the bomb was planted in the ale and it's it's just oh god that that look that close-up of uh, broggy's eyes right and just, once he finally realizes it, it it hits you it definitely hits you and i i Man, I really like Mr. Three's ability, by the way. It's, yeah. It's so... It's very versatile. Vers- yeah, versatile. I think that's what makes it fun. He yeah. has this weird style with him with his arms just melting into wax. How things can quickly be soft, then hard, like rock solid again. Yeah, the the paneling, I think, does a really good job of like selling it, too. Just the way just the way that his body like warps into candle wax. Yeah. Then we get his ridiculous candelabra, which I don't know why he has a jack-o'-lantern at the top, because I... Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about... The, I, I remember this part. I forgot about the jack-o'-lantern yeah. specifically. <laughs> there seems to be no it's real like, oh, reason for it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that... that it feels like it is such a... I can't complain because it's so in character, but it is such a like specific set piece used for 
uh, a very specific amount of interactions that we'll see in this batch of five chapters. <laughs> it's just kind of like this. This only played out this way because he just has such a flair for the dramatic, and it's just like you know what it it, it makes sense for this character. You know, yeah. Like, he he considers himself an artist. He's a sadist. Yeah, this yeah. This, this makes <laughs> yeah. sense. And you know, we find out, of course, that those things that uh, Zoro and Nami discovered in the woods were just rack, wax replicas of their friends, and they've been captured uh, due to that. Yep. And then they got stuck into the candelabra here with their feet embedded in the wax. And Zoro, playing it cool at all times, is like, oh, now I know how it feels to be a birthday cake, uh, candelabra birthday <laughs> cake. That is <laughs> he, a four-kids line. <laughs> Zoro in this entire situation feels like, like a completely different character. Um, and I, I, don't, I don't think that's entirely down to the dialogue, but just sort of the way he acts is so just like nonplussed and nonchalant. <laughs> mm, he he never I guess really he has to be the one who feels calm while the other two are freaking out. Yeah, he's <laughs> it's like the way this whole thing works is that the the candelabra at the top is going to spin and rain down wax that'll slowly cover them and you know turn them into wax figures. And I, I forgot to look for it when I was reading through this, but I remember in the in the anime, I think they mentioned how the wax would also get in their in bodies and just get them in like freeze them in the inside as well i i thought they mentioned that here but i could have that, that could have been my memory of the anime just sort of like oh yeah and that too yeah i'm, I'm looking for that dialogue but i i'm not really seeing it which well, is because it's like it's like they're breathing it in and it's like getting harder to breathe for them so i guess that's where i sort of assume. oh yeah that that must be where it's it gets uh, at that point because it's like, how do they come back from this in a realistic sense? Obviously, this is far from realistic, but dear God. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's such a like, I mean, it, it feels almost like a, like a classic movie villain kind of plot of just like, I'm going to slowly, you know, very slowly torture you and you, you will slowly die so that we can create tension. I don't necessarily know if this is a good example of that, but it is it is fun and it is in character. You definitely have to kind of like let your suspension of disbelief go a little bit <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely for this part there's certain times in one piece where you got to look at the amount of damage being given and be and yeah, how they kind of like, still stand right. it's like you just gotta th- shrug it off because dear yeah. god <laughs> i also like i didn't think about it at the time of reading but in, in thinking about it, about it now this is the first time zoro has met brocky Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's just sort of looking at this giant pinned to the ground and just sort of taking it in uh, as it's going on. Because, you know, Mr. Three is still taunting is like interpreting his thing where he's like, he finally won his duel. He was so filled with pride, pride that he started crying. But were you weeping it, it for your friend? Like, it feels or like he's saying stupidity? this to catch Zoro up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, OK. I yeah. See now. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that. And of course, <laughs> yeah. Broggy. This upsets Broggy. And the reasoning is like he could tell something was wrong. I knew something was wrong and he was hiding something. But how could I dishonor him by showing mercy when he was willing to suffer in order to continue the fight? That speech combined with like that rage as you see him just like slowly breaking the the candle trap. And and you can even see Mr. Three kind of going like, oh, yeah, the the shiver is like, ah, take that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, he gets blown up by by Mister Five, you know, before he uh, can break out. But just just the fact that like he got that close is like, oh man. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty great stuff, and yeah, just I mean, the absolute rage, and you feel it. Oh yeah, 
And I, I got to say, um, well, one, Mr. Five is really good at beating up people when they're down. <laughs> yeah. And, and maybe only when. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And Mr. Three didn't want Mr. Five involved, but hey, he just saved his butt. But God, yeah. I love this ending, this chapter. Luffy just saying, hey, are we going to let them get away with this, Usopp? No way. Are you mad too, Bird? <laughs> All right, let's go clobber those guys. And we got... It was such a great moment. Karu digging out Luffy. It's like, ah, it's good stuff. Oh, okay. That's what I was about to say. It's like, I don't know if we ever actually see them. But I, yeah, now that now that I look closer, like, okay, that's how we got out. I wondered for a while. because like, how did Luffy get out? As we'll see later. But... Yeah. I noticed it because uh, I did a little quick reread before this. I saw the Karu digging. I was like, okay, that's how it happened. Yep, yep. That uh, makes sense. Yep. Yeah, it's a good old, just like, as we'll see in the next chapter, I'm just, I'm, I'm a big sucker for those, like, last minute arrival. Oh, yeah. And, or, just, or just like they're beaten and bloodied, but it's like, yeah, we're not, we're not letting this happen. Let's go get them. And even Usopp doing that. That's, that's good stuff. But let's go ahead mm-hmm. and continue on to chapter 122 because, again, this, this is a fighty-fighty ch- uh, set of chapters. We are going to be blowing through these, these it feels like. Uh, with chapter 122, a dead body is useless. I mean, that's correct, but... <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's you get Broggy down, Nami calling... I like that Nami's calling out for him. Uh, that's, mm-hmm. that's a nice little touch. And, oh, God, this is brutal. I do not remember from this this from the anime. Yeah, I was gonna say I I, I feel like in color and in motion, this is probably a lot a lot more painful. Um, but yeah, just the whole like uh, Mister Three's wax 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 arts sword, and he just stabs him in the wrist. Yeah, it's just ugh. stabs him in the wrist, stabs him in the feet. It's just God, that is pure torture. Like that's yeah, this, this candle powers. <laughs> I, who would have expected a wax fruit to be this devastating? Seriously. Oh, I'm, and you just feel for Bragi at this point. And, and yeah, here it is that the, the, the candelabra spinning fat faster now. And that's when Nami says my chest hurts, hurts. Yep. Wax is getting in our lungs. It's going to suffocate them basically. Yeah. It, it's so goofy looking, but it's also just like, just messed up. Yeah. It's, it's pretty devastating. Yeah, it's it's a birthday cake from hell. And there, there's the sadism is like let let the, your bodies become monuments to horror. Yeah, and, he's uh, just you know he's looking. I I sort of I, I guess well I forget if it's this chapter or next chapter, but I do love that Zoro sort of specifically chooses not to give him that that satisfaction. Yeah, <laughs> and I, they really do like even though it's it's a lot of stuff happening all at once and like the plot is absolutely moving forward right now. Taking these yeah. moments where Bragi's just reflecting on their constant fights, the, the friendship they kind of formed, and the fact that, you know, Dory's dead, as far as we know, uh, on the ground yeah. there, and Bragi's just like, I'm going to die, but it's a not even an honorable death in battle. So this, what yep. is this punishment? Uh, it's, it's cruel irony. Mm-hmm. And then just, we, well, we can't even soak it in just because Mr. Three is just a little just pointing and laughing as soon as soon as the next page. His mouth does get wide. He almost puts Buggy to shame. <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> and that's when we get Zoro being just absolutely amazing. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> a, a giant without hands and feet is still more useful than a dead man. If I cut off my legs, how about we crush these guys together? <laughs> Which, of course, makes absolutely no sense. No. Um, but 
at least you know Zoro's logic makes some sense here. That you know, it's like doing something's better than doing nothing, basically. But mm. I don't, yeah, I, I mean, don't know. What, I still uh, feel like you'd bleed out before any limbs. actually getting anything done. But at least you tried, I suppose. That's, that's yeah, it's something like, ah, better than sti- better than sitting here, I guess. Yeah, and it would be the ugliest fight they can at that point. So, Ugh. but it's enough to I love get that he's just froggy belt out. Yeah. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> I'm, I like your spirit. I'm just kind of like, wait, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> and I gotta love how the agents are like, is like, is he crazy? He's, he's a he's bluffing. He's all yeah, talk. He wouldn't, right? Uh, about that. <laughs> yeah, you, mm. <laughs> I don't that. I, you don't know Zorro. Let's put it that way. Yeah. You really don't know Zorro. <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a mental image of just like, all right, I cut off my legs now. Just yeet me at him. <laughs> yeah, just toss me. Fastball special me. <laughs> and I love the fear here. It's like, what is wrong with these people? They've lost their minds. Yeah. <laughs> all Vivi has to do is reflect on Igarim. He's like, no, all right, I'm, I'm in. Let's do it to save my kingdom. That's how far she's willing to go. It's a good, it's a good Vivi moment. Yeah, I, I love that build up. Just seeing Zoro like ready, ready with his swords pointed at his legs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, let's do this. And that's when Luffy, Usopp, and Karu bust through the with woods, the, all screaming their heads the off as they dash past <laughs> and completely miss. <laughs> of course, you you can't you can't have a cool entrance. You you can have a hype entrance, but you can't be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to break the tension somehow. But they're they're all there. Usopp's ready to like avenge him, and Nami's just like, all right, batter batter him up and. Uh, is Luffy just like, all right, they spoiled the battle, so I'm here to take care of it. Yep. Once again, we got this person's like, ah, yes, uh, this person, the highest price in all these blue, and uh, I, I guess I guess the Navy has lowered their standards. Luffy's response, wow, look at that weird hair. <laughs> I wonder I wonder when, whenever we're going to get to the point where uh, they everybody stops, like, like, you're gonna eat your words, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I do wonder at what point people stop trying to bluster at Luffy. Yeah, it's like, oh, you couldn't possibly be worth thirty million. Yeah, what? Well, yeah, that's 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 not that makes no sense. And then <laughs> I love that Luffy was like, oh, you're in danger, and Zoro's just like, nope, no problem here. And that's when <laughs> Nami realizes, oh yeah, it's like, like your legs are bloody. Oh yeah, I guess I hacked about halfway through them. I actually forgot about that part. I, I remembered that Zoro attempted to cut his legs off, but I forgot that <laughs> he's just like, nope, no, I'm fine. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I started. I'm about out. halfway through, but it's all right. <laughs> Zoro, see, that, ultimate time, badass. He's him getting injured in the middle of a fight is his fault. Mostly, most of the time, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just. What a good through through point for the chapter is like one Luffy arrived. He's not away from this battle long at all. Just enough to get the the stakes in place. Yeah, this sequence moved by again. We say this all the time, but it is so much faster than I remembered that it just it just feels like it just like okay, it's hitting all of the points I remembered about this. You know, they they get trapped and Luffy comes in to save the day. It's well put together, and again that whole showing how far Zoro's willing to go to not lose. And and I would say this is not a lose. He just got trapped. So that's not he didn't actually lose a fight here. And he's willing to cut off his own legs yeah. to win said fight. So, yeah. But uh, that's the end of the chapter. We are set up for, well, I guess it's the name of the chapter. The, the, the next chapter, chapter yeah. <laughs> 123, Luffy versus Mr. Three. All right, then. That was cool. That was easy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Just straightforward. 
Luffy channeling his inner wreck it, Ralph. He's going to wreck this candle. Yeah, he's going to wreck it. He's like, I don't know what this is. And uh, yeah, fair. Yeah. So there, our new goal is now to somehow take down this giant spinning jack-o'-lantern of wax death. Yep. And uh, wonderful out of context line. Hurry up. We're getting stiff. <laughs> I do I do love yeah this is what I was talking about just earlier <laughs> Zoro striking a pose uh, and and they they milk that gag for as much as it's worth for the next couple chapters <laughs> oh yeah they do it's like oh, if I'm gonna die I'm gonna be a statue I want to be in this pose yeah don't don't give Mr. Three the satisfaction of like being scared as you die yeah it, it's just <laughs> completely nonplussed by like the fact that even nami's able like she's so put at ease by luffy being here yeah i i love um or i love the, the back and forth of uh, her telling zoro like do something to stop your leg from bleeding just looking at it hurts me and he's like don't don't look at it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's all it takes and and i gotta, gotta love miss golden week being like yeah nothing seems to rattle those rattle those people mr three and it's just like, yeah, not you either, because she's just set up for a picnic. Yeah. <laughs> and the two different takes here is like, we're still being turned into wax figures. It's almost as if they have no sense that they're in danger from Vivi, while Mr. Three thinks they don't respect our power. Uh, it's like he's not being taken seriously. So that's that's his issue. It's like, yeah. it's, it's cool to see how different characters react to how these pirates act, really. Yeah, I feel I feel like there's always you, you get that point in a One Piece arc where the villain is just sort of like, "Why aren't you taking me seriously?" You know, I'm a big deal. I swear I'm a big yeah. deal. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, a big thing I like about this that I completely forgot about because the big joke from Whiskey Peak was just how easily Luffy and Zoro were able to take out Mister Five and and, and Miss Valentine. And to have mm-hmm. them have to deal with have have to have have Usopp and Karu, the two cowards, dealing with these two instead this time around, that's a much better matchup. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, it feels like because now you kind of understand where the bar is, and you're like, well, now we, we have to let like putting the the sort of underpowered characters in that same situation makes for uh, something a little more interesting, yeah, because obviously Usopp's just not going to be able to completely like beat down an entire group of Burks. No, no, that's that's definitely out of his wheelhouse. But I like the setups here. It's Luffy versus Mister Three, and we got Mister Five and Miss Valentine against against Usopp. Yeah, and Carew, and Carew, and Carew. <laughs> of course, they're both uh, hiding <laughs> as they <Yes>. do. <laughs> they're like, all right, go get him, go yep. get him, Luffy, take him. And again, great fight between Luffy and Three because it's just it's it's quick, but it's so effective. Yeah, and and creative. Yeah, Luffy gets stuck in the candle lock, which immediately gives him an idea, and he adds a little extra torture to Brocky here as he grabs hold of the <laughs> knife, and it's yep. And oh, I'm just imagining this because of this the forest is just wiggling in his hand. It's like, dear God, Luffy. Yeah, the wiggling of the sword stuck in his hand. Just like, uh, ah. Also, that panel at the bottom right where Broggy's screaming. Yeah, he's just like, ah! But half his face is frozen, so his like, teeth are there, but his other half is like yeah. screaming. Like, <laughs> dear God. One Piece is a very serious comic. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but Luffy with a good idea. He used the, the, this, yeah. this gum-gum hammer to take down the pillar. Perfect. I like how quick that is. Just like the instant he got 
his like foot stuck in the wax. He's like, oh, okay. Nice battle sense. Nice idea of what he can do with his abilities. Unfortunately for him, gravity is against him because he decided to do the um, table napkin trick where he just pulled yeah. it out from under and it went straight yep. down. So instead, it's um, making it, him... He made it worse. Yeah, he made it worse. <laughs> and I love how Vivi's just reaction is, are we really entrusting our lives to this boob, Mr. Bushido? Oh, uh, Vivi, you poor thing. You poor thing. Yeah, it's like, well, all right. We're kind of, kind of too late for that. <laughs> yep. And, man, again, Mr. Three showing how deadly he can be because that wax, wax harpoon. Yeah. Like, he, there's so so much variety in, in the just, like, amount of things he can manifest from wax, which really makes him kind of, like, a kind of a dangerous opponent. Yeah, he's kind of like Green Lantern in a way where he just has to imagine what he needs to make and then makes it and tosses mm-hmm. it out. But, yep. you know, with the, with the wax idea and it's just it's so interesting because I don't know if I ever would have thought of like making wax as hard as steel. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's unique. But again, we got uh, Usopp with his patented like backup uh, here with the gunpowder start in order to, to uh, take down Mr. Three. But Mr. Five, uh, again, with the interception, actually really helping out Mr. Three in a lot of these cases, wow. saving his bacon. <laughs> Teamwork. Yeah. Swallowing that uh, exploding star and uh, even criticizing the gunpowder Usopp uses. Man, disrespect. Yeah, I, I kind of, like, I feel like Mr. Five is sort of the like worst matchup for Usopp in this sort of situation. The fact that he could just sort of, like, eat his gunpowder. It's like, oh. Yeah. Like, he has his rotten eggs and stuff like that and other tricks, but he does his damaging stuff is the explosion, so... Mm-hmm. I, I honestly have no idea how Usopp's winning this fight in, in the end. But I, I do love that uh, Zoro's just like, man, good thing I chose this pose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just, uh, he's eating it up. Mm-hmm. And God, this this fight, uh, this extra desperation that, that comes in line where it's Luffy trying to save them, but uh, Mr. Three constantly blocking him. Yeah, it's just like, kind of like we have such a simple goal of trying to knock this thing down. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like a tower defense almost. Yeah, a bit a bit like that. And you know, Luffy gets the hammer lock on him again, but only a single hand, which he's able to use once again as a hammer. And I love this little thing is like putting up the wall again, but this time Luffy's able to break through it and punch Mister Three so straight in the face. Good. I, I love the the fist just sort of slowly cracking through <laughs> as his eyes the, bug out. Yeah, and then just the the page flip to the the next page where he's just sent flying in that undershot from Luffy. It's just so satisfying. Mm, that's a good hit, and man, it it does throw you for a loop. It's like, all right, Luffy's got this. He's won. You completely mm. forget about Miss Golden Week because she doesn't do anything. Yeah, and to see him go like, no, I don't want to save you guys, and we just yeah. hear this one, colors one trap. Little from her. Twi- one last little twist in the the middle of the fight. That's a good way to just completely twist, uh, like mm-hmm. get get a nice little twist to, to how things go. Because I'll be honest, I completely forgot about what Miss Golden Week could actually do. Yeah, no, th- this power I was completely, I completely forgot about. <laughs> and uh, we're back with the SBSs, but. Honestly, there's not a whole lot. There's some little things about Igram, and apparently mm-hmm. his uh, he's he's doing his little voice exercise 
Yeah. Oh God, his throat must be igorichi. Oh, the, uh, the um the arrows made me think of it made me think of a fighting game input at first. <laughs> uh, <laughs> gotta do it. Gotta do a dragon punch to uh, warm up your voice. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That totally makes sense. But yeah, nothing too crazy from all of that. So let's go ahead and move on to chapter one hundred and twenty-four. The tea is good, <laughs> and apparently Sanji in this cover page is um pulling a uh, a uh, Pulp Fiction just because he has a brief briefcase marked The Secret. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's in the, brief- <laughs> what's what? in the briefcase, what? Sanji? <laughs> It's the, 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 okay, sure. <laughs> I, I have no idea what is up with the this person that he's uh, the the guy on the boat that he's like talking to. I don't. I got nothing. <laughs> I honestly don't. But there we go. But yeah, back into the chapter itself, and everybody's screaming at Luffy to help, and Luffy just doesn't want to save them. He's like, I just yeah. don't feel like it. And that's when it's more properly between, you know, again, Usopp's getting ready to help out. But Mr. Five and Miss Valentine are right there waiting to uh, cause some issues. And that's when they reveal that apparently Luffy's standing on something, a black symbol that is affecting him. But as they try to fight Usopp, of course, we're into the runaway tactic. (laughs) Right, of course. (laughs) As he is best known for. Oh, yeah. And Carew's even faster. That's impressive. I love that little bit. It's like Usopp with snot running down his nose. It's like, don't they let me on. And Karoo just runs faster because he's scared of Usopp. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. These, these two make for a surprisingly, surprising, well, maybe not surprisingly, but very funny duo in terms of fights. Oh, yeah. Because they're, they're, they're both just scared out of their mind. <laughs> As it should be. It's just, it's just fun. But yeah, that Miss Golden Week is finally explains her power. It's her it's her colors trap, betrayal black, and it makes people want to betray their friends. Yeah, it's like a just changes your personality if uh, you just like are painted or near it or, or stepping you, you on, step it. on yeah, it. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Actually, you know what I just realized? I don't think this is a this. I don't think this is a devil fruit. Wait, they never mention a devil fruit. They never say it. They just call it colors trap i don't think they say ever mention what type of devil fruit it, this is huh i mean I, I would assume that it is but yeah you're right i did too but <laughs> vivi could, specifically could, says that she's yeah. an artist that can accurately recreate the colors of emotions and yeah there's no specific mention of it yeah it's it's hypnotism she's Django. yep holy crap i don't think i've ever realized that till now that Miss Golden Week is not a devil fruit user. Huh. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to look into that later. But yeah, I guess, I mean, because there are definitely like characters in One Piece who have powers that aren't devil fruits that are just sort of like, yeah, that's just how it works. So, huh. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Wow. That's that's what I get for assuming. Yeah, that's that's wild. But Vivi using her smarts there saying, you know, all right, we just got to play the opposite game. Don't help us. Oh, I'll come help you. And yeah, uh, Luffy versus a hypnotist is not a good pairing because <laughs> right because he's stupid. He's stupid, and then he just starts laughing like crazy because he gets painted with laughter yellow, and can't help not laughing. 
Yeah, yeah. It, it's interesting to me that like he stepped on the first one, but the next one was painted on his back or like on his clothes even. So it's like, what is the uh, what is the extent of this power? Yeah, you know, it's, it's not, it's, if it's not like sight or feel, it's just sort of like proximity. Yeah, it's a. That's what made me always think it was a devil fruit thing because it's proximity based. Luffy can't see that yellow. How does this work? Is it just sort of like a <laughs> mental thing that you're just somehow aware of it? I don't know. It's it's. I hope for an SBS where they kind of explain Miss Golden Week's powers here because I've never been so curious about them. It was just I just sort of accepted him before, <laughs> but. You know, thank God for Usopp and, and Karu because it knocks into Luffy, which smudges the, the paint and he's he's good to go again. Right. As, and it, as, as simple as like smudging the paint is all it takes to, to make the ability less effective when he can't even see it because it's on his back. Huh? Yeah, it's it's always the same <laughs> symbol. So something about that symbol and the color is what is what mm. causes it. Because this will come into play later <laughs> or, or I, some if it has some sort of blink and you miss it reference down the line. I completely forgot about about her ability. So I'm just kind of like, oh, OK. Yeah, <laughs> I I have no idea. But she's effective. She's she completely stops his gum gum bazooka by with the with bull bullfight red. <laughs> it's it's He's just, just just punching the ground. He can't do it. He's not even punching the ground. He just sort of like plop. It just flops. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then she gets a new uh, color on him with calming green. And I like the fact that she uses, okay, well, it's going to mix the laughing yellow on your shirt with a blue and bam. Yeah. And then it's, you know, th- this isn't the, or this isn't the last time that like the random tea ceremony comes, <laughs> comes out as a sight gag. Yeah. It's, it's, well, this is the most threatening, like... I'm going to guess, because... Yeah, everybody's dying. It's just the tea right, is yes, good. It's like when you're dealing with a situation where there's there's tension and a problem that has like not a lot of time to solve it, and then we're just like, "All right, well, you're gonna have to go off and uh, do this gag sequence while your friends die." Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, terrifying. And they're all yelling at him, but what can he do, really? She just she has him in the palm of her hand as he's trying to get this stuff figured out, but. I love how Zora is just like, oh, see, you two should have made a pose like me. You're lost. Yep. <laughs> He's resigned to die. <laughs> yep. It's just the way it goes. We get more of the fight between Usopp and Mr. Five. And it's not really able to hit each other, both avoiding their attacks, until Mr. Five pulls out another new ability. Gun. Yeah. his <laughs> Yeah, his gun, which is honestly... Um, pretty interesting how he eventually uses it well it's a six a six shot 44 caliber flintlock revolver and uh apparently it's a rapid fire death machine that he's able to breathe into the bullet casings in order to fire the bullets and uh so oddly specific i love it yeah we're kind of skipping around here because there's like multiple things going on at once as yeah because he's kind of jumping gradually taking in the taking out the bullet explaining how it works breathing into the chamber and eventually shooting usopp just wiping out both him and karu that's a massive blast but in that meantime usopp saw that well everybody has turned into wax we are kind of out of time and Yep. Luffy is struggling, struggling to get away from this tea ceremony as he says the tea is yeah, good. He, like that face is he's so good. mad. <laughs> it's like he knows. <laughs> 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 
And Usopp with the save by setting Luffy on fire. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Just gotta just gotta blow up your captain. Yep. Just gotta blow up the captain and all all good there. And Usopp gets, you know, kind of taken down because of this. But Usopp but uh Luffy is shirtless and singed and really, really mad and ready to take him on. <laughs> now you can't paint on my clothes. <laughs> yeah. And for some reason that paint won't won't work on him anymore. I don't know why. I really don't. I, the the more I think about this power, the like the less sense it makes. Was her easel destroyed? That's the only thing I can think of along yeah, with no, it. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I hmm. I I don't know. Either way, Luffy's pissed. Yep. Luffy. Luffy. Luffy is not happy. Well, end of the chapter. It's time to get this fight back going and actually save his friends. But first, an SBS where is anything happening? Uh, I guess the uh, some more of Django's design. The what's the connection between ancient Egyptians and Django? Because he has one of those striped goatees like the uh, Egyptian pharaohs. And Oda reveals that yeah, there actually is a co- connection. It's like his crewmen all wear uh, cat ears, but he has a striped goatee. That's because cats are popular in Japan these days. Uh, but cats originated in Egypt, so I added an Egyptian touch. So. That's actually pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I I don't think I really ever noticed that, but now that he's pointed it out, I, yeah. Huh. I, I never put that connection it's together. It's really subtle. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Otherwise, it's just more joke stuff. Um, nothing yep, too crazy. Silly. So let's go ahead and get to our final chapter for the week as we continue this crazy, crazy fight. Chapter 125, Candle Ch- Champion. As Carew, looking dapper as hell. Yeah, look at that drip. Yeah. He's got the bow ties, got the sandals. Got the bag, got the shirt, got the hat. Like, he is just a fashion icon. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. But hey, Sanji exists. Remember him? Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, While all this is happening, God, it feels like it's been like like 10 chapters since we last saw him. I know. He, He went out encountered this this dinosaur he yeah, sees back like, with the t-rex <laughs> and it's like where is everybody <laughs> i do i do love these moments where the crew splits up and then every like just about everybody gets involved in some sort of shenanigans and then you get like the one or two who are just kind of like huh <laughs> <laughs> what is going on i don't know <laughs> and he goes back out into the jungle to, to look for him well specifically nami and vivi is accosted by a saber-toothed tiger and uh, that does not last long, but he, he catches a ride. I also love how he, he's calling for them by saying, you out there? I love you. <laughs> right. As if that's going to change anything. I, I definitely love as well that he's like, he encounters the, this like saber tooth tiger thing. And then like, he's like, Rawr, and then the next panel, he's just beaten and bloody. <laughs> we know this isn't going to be a problem for Sanji. It's, yeah. Yeah. Although we end off again, hello Sanji by Sanji as he discovers uh, Mr. Three's wax house. And that's really yeah, all there's to it. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder what that's about. Yeah, wonder what could be happening there. But got a nice spread, not complete spreads for the entire page, but I love this sense of where everybody's at. Usopp and Karu uh, hunched over next to Bragi, all the others completely covered in wax. Uh, and then the the remaining fighters of Mr. Five, Miss Valentine, and Miss Golden Week all waiting while Luffy's ready to take them on. Mm-hmm. And they're all <laughs> they're all saying it's they're too all, late. Mm. 
Yeah, they look pretty like frozen solid at this point. Yeah, it's not looking yeah. too good. But, but that's when. <laughs> <laughs> that's when I don't Mr. know where Three. this came from. Uh, yeah, talk about out of nowhere. Mister Three comes back in a wax mech suit. Let's say <laughs> with a giant three, of course, on the on the front. I guess ready to throw down. Yeah, it, man, this is so like his. <laughs> I feel like Oda just did this because he likes robots. Yeah, there's a lot of things I think Oda does that it's just like, I just like this. Like, I'm going to put it in yeah, here. Right. Like we, we've gone from like dinosaurs to giants to all, all sorts of candle based shenanigans to a candle mech. And of course, Luffy's reaction. He's just like, oh, that's so cool. Of course. And it also has a championship belt. So maybe his love of ultimate muscle is getting in here as well. I also love how you have Mr. Five and Mr. Uh, Miss Valentine here just to talk it up. It's like, oh, yes, he took down a criminal worth 42 million berries with this thing. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're gassing him up. It's so funny. Yep. You can't take him. He's like, oh, that's the most powerful. <laughs> <laughs> of course, there's no weak point in this armor except for the fact that your face is exposed. But sure, yeah, I'm sure that won't be a yeah, problem at uh, all. No, we, we don't worry about that. Not, and that's exactly what Luffy does is uh, do the gum gum pistol straight towards it. Uh, just punch it. Yep, just punch it. I I do love the detail that it's like it's it's made even better because of Miss Golden Week's paint job. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. She works quick. Yeah, and then because uh, it's weird because he was like, "I don't need you to paint it." You know, Mister Three was like, "I'm already invincible," and then the next page is like, "Oh, uh, you're done." <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks. Uh, that works. It's a good way to get Mr. Three to be actually a little bit more threatening because yeah, yeah. I, he definitely wasn't going to be taking Luffy in a straight fight after what we saw. But to have him in this mech suit able to actually block basically just covered up. It's a expansion upon Don Krieg's armor and how yeah, it, it was unbreed. used to much greater effect, I think. Yeah, agreed. And that's when Usopp realizes like they haven't suffocated yet. If we melt the wax... Yeah. We can still save them. I really like that it's Usopp who figure this, who who like figures this out, and that like he, his presence here isn't just for you know like the funny gags last chapter, but like he he's the one who's like you know kind of paying attention and being like, oh okay, there's a solution. Yeah, like he saved Luffy. He's he's figuring yeah. out the solution. He's getting stuff done. It's a great team up between Usopp and Luffy fighting together, which I think is yeah yeah definitely the first time that's happened where they've actually fought side by side. Yeah, <laughs> I also I love Miss Golden Week. He says, "Yeah, it's true. That's that's yeah, right. Don't give away our secrets." <laughs> <laughs> Mister Three with complete confidence and Usopp getting ready to you know use his, his fire star, but that freaking breath uh, breeze breath bomb from Mister Five just blowing the crap yeah. out of him. Yeah, oof, Usopp not in good shape after that one. No, definitely not. And, uh, yeah, it's, man, Luffy, there's too many opponents for, there's too much for Luffy to focus on because he's trying to save his friends. He's trying to help out Usopp and getting he's hit from behind. Yeah. Yeah. Then we have Usopp giving a rope to Karu as he's laying on the ground. Karu starts running off with this rope and man, what a simple attack, but it's also really effective from Miss, Miss Valentine. Yeah. Just 10 kilos, 100 kilos, 200 just, kilos. I'm just going to sit on you. <laughs> his ribs have to be destroyed if his 500 kilos oh. just sitting yeah, on it, uh, you know? That's not. <laughs> uh, just brutal. 
Mr. Five is just shooting after Kavru as he runs all over the, the, the candelabra. This, this, this like, sort of uh, climax to this encounter is so chaotic. I I love it. There's so, there's so much happening. Uh-huh. This fight where Luffy's not really getting hit by uh, Mr. Three. He's, he's just sort of avoiding him. Getting the fights, like he's, it feels like he's already gotten his him figured out, especially because he's able to just he's kind of like a distraction. Get in there and grab him. Oh yeah, and w- once he finally does get him, <laughs> yeah, he's like, okay, I'll just use this fire to melt, uh, to you know, melt the, the, the wax. fire on his head. <laughs> and uh, Usopp's like, no, that's too small. Light the rope. The rope. It's soaked <laughs> in oil. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, and it's all just it's all over the place now with Karu. Yeah, it's it's again. Usopp with the save like Luffy has the strength but that strategy from Usopp is so good yeah oh man and what a good final page yeah that, that final page is amazing I I really love Usopp's ingenuity in in like this final little bit of the uh of the fight because it just it, it feels like his contributions have like been meaningful mm-hmm. and you know that this is the end of the chapter but it's also really effective because this is a very different fight that we've had in a while because it, it's yeah. sort of the it's reverse like a... of Luffy drowning with Arlong. Mm-hmm. The friends are in trouble. He has to save the friends, but everything about the abilities of the people he's fighting is meant to slow him down. Yeah, exactly. It's like the solution is very simple. Uh, yeah. And it, what they're trying to do is very simple. But yeah, he's just kind of getting... There's so many different things happening to try to, like, you know, break the flow. Yeah. Luffy is obviously stronger than Mr. Three. Like, we, we yep, saw yep. that pretty quickly. But to get around the obstacles and actually save his friends, that's the true goal of this. And to see how him and Usopp work together, it makes for a very memorable fight. It's very quick. It's funny. It's it's all over the place. Yeah. And, and, and it, God, it, it fits in such a nice little bow in these five chapters that we've read. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Mr. Three was so effectively set up as just a sadistic jerk that you want to see getting taken down. Yeah. It feels good. It feels good. It's, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not fully over. All we've done is finally, well, set our friends on fire. But I I have to assume they're not going to burn to death in that inferno. Yeah. Or you would think, have you ever touched burning like melted wax? Yeah, that's that's not going to feel good. Yes, I'm going to set the wax in your lungs on fire. Yeah, just have that all... They're, they're going to have some stomach troubles for a while. They're really going to need a doctor. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> oh, God. That is awful. But just a fun set of fights. Like it, it, It's honestly really impressive how quick this arc has yeah, been. Yeah, it really, really felt really quick. It was... You know, we had the setup right into the, into the fight... And I guess we're just finishing up the payoff because there's really not much left of this. And I'm excited yeah. to see how it fully ends because I don't remember it all. Like I like I said, I have no idea how Mr. Five and Ms. Valentine are defeated. And honestly, yeah, I don't yeah, even know the finishing a, move against Mr. Three. So Yeah, there's, there's a bit of a blank spot where I, I don't really remember how any of the stuff resolves. Yeah. So we're in for some good stuff, but... I think for now, that is everything we've wanted to say about chapters 121 to 125 of One Piece. Thank you so much for listening, and you can find more of my ramblings and stream VODs over at BitNerd Games on YouTube, or BitNerd with an underscore at the end on Twitter. And Brandon, where can everyone find you at? You can find me at Brandabovia on Twitter, where I'm talking about, you know, the usual anime manga games and my job. Definitely trying, uh, trying to talk more about 
my work without just complaining about how overworked I am all the time. <laughs> um, I did a I did a thread recently, um, just highlighting pretty much all the stuff I worked on coming out here in June because I've, I've done so much of it. Oh, it's God. like, oh yeah, I have like I have like fifteen different things coming out. Um, I have a um, I'm gonna plug a manga by the name of The Men Who Created Gundam that I worked on, Ooh. which is a very uh, comedic kind of biography. It entailing, entailing the creation of uh, the original Gundam series. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Uh, obviously not very accurate, but very hilarious. Uh, <laughs> pick it up. It's been a long time coming, and it's, you know, as a, as a huge Gundam fan myself, being able to work on it, I'm just like, yes! That is awesome. I love that. So, yeah, definitely check out Brandon, see more of that. And if you'd like to help us out more, you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash Derek Bittner. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K-B-I-T-N-E-R to listen to the next episode three days early. And make sure to return next time as we discuss chapters 126 to 130 of One Piece. Until then, my friends, bye. Remember to take life one piece at a time. I told you you should have posed, but you wouldn't listen to me, and now it's too late. You're going to die like that.